Is this thing on? Episode number 45 of the Coffee and Carving Show, brought to you by Doug Linker and Alec Lacasse. And Dan and Sandy. <laughs> Dan and Sandy bought us coffee this week to keep us on the air another week. Thanks, guys. <laughs> if I had a Dan and Sandy for every down day I've had in my life, I would be a happier man, that's for sure. It's hard. How is the weather in your area? Because it's like three days of doom and gloom here. Spitting yeah. and raining and overcast and just blah, fall. Yeah. Well, it's been that. It's been nothing nothing uh nothing more than that. But you know what's been nice about it though? Is um I've been working outside on a big big log thing and it's been kinda it wakes you, it keeps you awake. I will say that. When it's wet and rainy, you feel awake. Nope. <laughs> That's very unprofessional. <laughs> Uh, my brother's calling me. Hold on. Recording podcast right now. He's going to keep calling me if I don't tell him that. And so, uh, yeah, do you know what I mean, though? I feel I feel kind of lethargic, you know, on a normal day, but it, it's something about it being a little bit cooler. Keeps you, gets your, get a little spice in your joint, joints, in your jugglers. Oh. I hear what you're saying, but being one who's worked outside many, many days of his life, mm-hmm. it gets old quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I imagine. No, I imagine. But, you know, i tell you one thing, though. Mm-hmm. Work, work aside, any of the trips that backpacking or canoe trips or anything that we've done that we've had just terrible weather and fighting to keep warm and dry, those mm-hmm. are the ones that we have all the good memories about. <laughs> no, yeah. I can see that. And something about no one really cares about anybody that just has it easy all the time, you know. Right. And when you're out there in the in the you know doing something and it's raining and it's cold, you're doing. Yeah. It feels like you're really in there. You're doing it. It's windy. It's a challenge. It's yep. Yeah, right. It's good. Yeah. Things are happening. Stuff is stuff is stuffing and things are thinking. Um, you, you got, you got I, coffee on the go. I do. I have a a, a hot coupe of coffee. It's very tasty. Already, I need to have a yeah. pot here. Mm. I uh, I will say, this is our last week on Spotify and oh, Apple right. Music. Our last weeks as a uh, audio podcast. We're purely visual. We've been uh, trying to put it off for for almost a year now. Yep. But uh, it's just not uh, it's not an audio format. It's definitely a visual format this this uh this is so yeah uh, yeah and uh it gives us the uh opportunity to show more mm-hmm. and not always apologize to audio now mind you yep. i hear when people say oh that's too bad i only listen to audio i hear you because i'm gonna miss yep. it too actually yeah but uh, you know what put it on the corner let it play mm-hmm. and uh yeah no i'll have youtube videos playing in my pocket you know, through my headphones. Truck, so driving down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with my uh my blinders on, just sort of yeah. I talked to somebody one time and uh it was a long drive to get to my place and they told me the, the movie they watched and I said, What are you talking about? He goes, Oh, I just have a movie on my phone and I put it on my dash. I'm like, you're nuts. 
ridiculous. Yeah, no, it, it's not a good habit. It's a no, bad it's habit. Not a good habit. Shouldn't do that. We are uh, we're making plans for. We have a wedding way up north mm-hmm. and uh, uh, New Year's actually. Yeah, and we're making plans with family members and stuff and where we're gonna stay. And uh, tell me if you've ever had this. Anyone's ever said this to you before? But my niece said, "If Uncle Doug." Sleeps in my bed. Is my bed gonna smell like wood? No. <laughs> really? Can you imagine wow. having that as your identity? Uncle Doug smells like wood. Oh man, that's I would. Gosh, I would, I'm so jealous. No one. I, I'm actually. I'm actually. I'm actually not not offended. Oh no, no, no. I've been looking for a compliment like that all my life. Yeah, my entire was, life, I've been looking for was, something like that. That was hilarious. No, that's cool. Nothing wrong with that, man. People are, people are, uh, people are, a lot of people identify with all kinds of weird things. So I'd, I'd take that any day. Smelling like a sweet, sweet like cedar wood. log. Can you hear anyway, all the construction happening in the background? I, I, I hear uh, the backup beepers going yeah. behind you. What's going on behind so, you? So, well, so last night I was doing some video stuff on the computer. Probably 10 o'clock. It was dark out. Right here. <laughs> I thought there were fireworks or gunshots. Who knows what? For those of you that don't know, I live in the ghetto of uh, one of the nicest townships in, in Michigan. So it's a weird contrast, but it's kind of it's kind of like at the very edge or corner of uh, of uh, Oakland. It's it's definitely not as bad as it sounds, but no, there's a there's a possibility could be gunshots. I'm just saying it's rough out here. I'm in the D, you know. Um, <laughs> so anyway, point being. Heard this noise, thought it was gunshot or fireworks, and then my uh, group, fa- my uh, uh, group family, my um, neighborhood chat popped up on my phone saying, um, "Didn't know what that noise was." And to which my na- other neighbor says, uh, uh, "Here's a video I just took, and it's a video of this electrical stuff blowing up. Like oh, he's outside pointing, pointing, yeah, pointing up at the transformer, and it's blowing up. So I think yeah. they're replacing it." Yeah, they make quite a show. We had one here last year, just uh, over across the road, and I could see it happening from my porch. Really, and it was just a, just a sp- spark show. It's fantastic. It was cool. I, I think it got hit by lightning, though. Was it a storm really? or was it just on, on its own? I don't. We just had a lot of rain. We didn't have any serious storms, but and they make a big boom, like a loud, yeah. oh, loud yeah. boom when it goes. Yeah. yeah, I was shocked. I was shocked. It was crazy. Was There's shocked. so many people back there. Can you see him? Uh, sure. And then, sure, it was intentional. Yes, of course. Okay. There you go. Um, you got a dad joke for us? I have a joke. I have a good joke for you. Yeah. All right. Let's hear it. Everyone in town loved old Roger. He was a friendly and jovial man, always wearing a big smile and treating his customers like they were family. Roger was a woodworker by trade, specializing in ornate picture frames. Everyone who knew him would agree that he was an expert in his field, perhaps even a gifted prodigy, and he had over 50 years' experience. After working his woodcraft every morning, he would take a break in the afternoon and sit out on the porch in front of his store, Abbott's Framing, which was passed on to him by his father before him, and made small small talk with all the townsfolk as they came and went about their days. Well, suddenly old Roger passed away one day, and the whole town turned out to his funeral. 
His casket was adorned with wreaths and bouquets with a large centerpiece a photo and a photograph showcasing his big, friendly smile. The widowed Mrs. Abbott spoke a eulogy, but then as she turned to leave, became fixated on the photograph display and began inspecting it. The pastor noticed this and walked over to her. Can I stop you here? Is this going to be a, is this going to be one of those Norm MacDonald jokes? Where it just goes on forever? No, we're almost there. Okay. You took, you just took all the, the oomph of it now. <laughs> the widowed Mrs. Abbott spoke a eulogy, but then as she turned to leave, became fixated on the photograph display and began inspecting it. The pastor noticed and walked over to her. Pastor, she said, I have noticed that this picture frame is high quality, but I immediately could tell that it isn't my husband's work. You're right, said the pastor. I suppose it makes sense that he wouldn't have made the frame for his own funeral photograph. But now it begs the question, and he turned to the funeral congregation, who framed Roger Abbott? Oh, my gosh. It, 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 it's, it's every it's everything that I w- hoped it wasn't. I, I I don't even want to do this, but I'm going to do this. I have no desire. They they loved it. They loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they stopped quickly, so I don't know if they really, kind of ended it. But it was it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. Anyway, what have you been up to? I have been. Uh, I have been. What have I been doing? I've been carving. I just, I just uh, left from a site of a, of a, the site of a big uh, chainsaw carving project that my friend Dave and I started together. It's a big, a big white oak log that John Bertolini, the guy whose home we're carving at, says affectionately is a white stone. <laughs> but yeah. it, it, it's horrible in the sense that it's like super, super hard. But at the same time, this uh black locust thing that I was working on last week has prepared me for it because it feels like it almost doesn't feel as bad as I, it would otherwise feel if I uh, hadn't done that black locust, but, uh, but you know, it makes you appreciate the softer woods more. Um, and, uh, anyway, so it's a big chair. It's a big, uh, like th- almost a throne that we're carving out of uh white Oak. And that's, uh, yeah. So that, that's what I've been up to the last couple of days. I went down there today to visit, to stop by, um, the guy who I'm doing it with was working on it this morning and he wanted me to take a look and give him my opinion. And, uh, I had other projects going on today, working on, uh, this little guy here. Now that we're a YouTube channel only, I can oh my say just a little cute, um, guy wrapped in leaves. And this is, uh, the light's probably going to ruin it. Let's see if you can see it better now. It's in mahogany. Thanks. Mahogany. Yeah. So it's just awesome. Mahogany has to be my new favorite wood to carve. I've decided. Well, so I did don't, this. Don't, fall, don't, don't fall too deeply in love with it. I know. Well, here's the blank, right? So it's just a little block of wood. Where, where did you get mahogany? My dad is making guitar necks right now. Okay. Um, and he gave me a strip of uh, a long strip of this stuff. And... Yeah. So I uh, cut it up in a couple of pieces and went went crazy this morning with this. I, this is what I carved it with. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> a little pry bar. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, well, that's super that's cute. today's project. Uh, ma- ma- mahogany is uh, that's what they're cutting the rainforest down to acquire, and 
it's come out of style in the trim department. But when I started the uh, trim work back in the, uh, I guess, 80s, mid 80s, doing yeah. trim work, yeah, all, all trim was mahogany. Really? Everything with mahogany skin doors and mahogany uh, trim. And then hmm. it, it graduated into the uh, pines and the finger joint pines. And then the painted trim kind of took over. And then otherwise it was oak or painted trim. So now it's huh. MDF garbage. But yeah. Wow. So I loved working with mahogany. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What a thing to have to be able to do trim out of that stuff. I mean, it's so perfect. I mean, you can just, I mean, it's. I mean, again, I'm using a butter knife here, a sharp one nonetheless, but it's just carves like butter. Yeah. I haven't even touched mahogany for a decade or more. I don't, I don't even know if you can buy that anywhere anymore. I wonder if they put a, a thing, something against it now. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Cut, so they don't cut down the whole rainforest, but hmm. that's awesome. Well, very cool. That's a cute little fella. Thanks. Um, so yeah, that's been, that's been what I've been up to and today, but the last week I've been doing little challenge videos. This one was from last week. I thought I'd bring it in so I could show you what happens when you leave birch bark outside. You probably already know this. I didn't know this, but this piece fell out from this. This is my uh, railroad tie carving. So I did a, did a railroad tie sharp. Oh, yes. Yep. And then I put it on a, oh, and I tried to make a train conductor out of it in an hour or whatever. That's stupid. Anyway, this part came off and in the rain, it straightened out. Yeah. So it's nowhere near fitting on there. <laughs> you can bring it back though. You can, can you? soak it and bring it back. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'll do. But it got rained on. It got rained on once and, uh. That was that. Hmm. But otherwise, um, I feel like I'm. Bo I feel like I don't have. I feel like I'm boring right now. But there's not uh, just well, a bunch of little stuff. Videos, like you, uh, <laughs> you're really killing it with those challenge videos. What, Thanks. Are you, you got uh, any more oh. ideas coming? You got the prime. Well, I should say this one. This is my last. This is a video I made uh, four days ago. This used a spatula, like a serving spatula. Oh, yeah. And the handle broke off mid-video, so I had to duct tape the back so it wouldn't cut me. Because the way it broke off, there were, like, sharp parts on it. Um, yeah. I cut myself with a spoon. I did a spoon before that. This is my spoon. When I was trying to... Because uh, somehow, this is such a cheap spoon that the backside was sharp somehow from the poor manufacturing. So I tried to sand it down, and I forgot that this part was sharp. So I stabbed myself with that. There you go. So I stabbed myself with the sharp end. Uh, and then uh, today, I cut myself with this pry bar somehow. You know, when you don't have a good spot to grip and you're trying to make things work, it's easy to slip and get yourself. So, yeah, I do that when I, Was it when worth I it? No. When I carve little things with long knives, I always end up grabbing yeah. a blade. Right. When I, yes. You know, when I try and yeah. cinch up on it, and I always grab the yep. blade and go, don't yep. do that. No. Yeah. And... Yeah, so uh, whatever. So that's been that. Yeah, j you know, uh, any other ideas? Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got some ideas. I'm gonna, I've got a few more things to do. I'll let those be a surprise, though. Yeah, you should. Yeah, but but that's 
but you know, that's what I've been up to. Uh, that in the in the big chain. I should show you the uh, show you where we're at on the big chair here. Let me pull up a picture, and then I want to ask you what you've been up to. Oh, what was that? I want actually. What I want to do is uh, what I want to do is ask you about uh, a question, which uh, leads I think to our topic pretty nicely. But uh, before I do that, I'll show you this chair. But I have to scroll through every godforsaken picture. Okay. So this is where we're at with this table right now. Uh, chair, I mean. So I put this uh, big face on it, and uh, we're calling it like Eve or, or Mother Earth. But we actually, you can see my hand there. I'm going to have to cut it. I'm going to have to cut. I think that's Dave's hand. I'm going to have to cut the whole uh, head off of it and then oh. move it down. Because see that right arm? See the arm on the other side? See how low it is compared to the uh, – Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we, I kind of got, you know, trigger happy and started carving the face on it too early. So now I have to uh, go in and – Well, let me ask you this. Over. Why – how much time since you're doing everything in an hour? Is that more than an hour's work on that face? <laughs> no, let me just say this too. I've given up on the idea. You uh, – you know, we were talking on the phone and you mentioned that it's kind of silly, you know, not silly, but just like, you know, everything in an hour. It started actually, it started, just, it started just feeling like uh gimmicky. Most of the stuff I'll finish for a video anyway, in a couple hours. So I stopped yeah. timing it. And, uh, and so this one, I probably, I probably spent an hour and a half on it. Yeah. I love screwed. that though. That's uh, like, so you're doing. I was going to say, I was always going to say, that's something you could do out of a scrap piece of bark, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, if yeah. you were just watching this video, you'd think it was a piece yeah. of cotton bark. Yeah. No, I like that. But, um, no, what I mean by, by the, with the chair, with that head so high, whenever you cut something off and, tr and try to lower or change it, like, do you have the meat to recarve it below at that height instead of trying to move the face? Can I be honest with you, Doug? Yes. I wasn't listening to your question. Right. No. The question was, why sorry. Why cut the – every time you try to cut something and move it, you might, mm. you, you might as well just cut it off where it belonged and recarved it. Do you have exactly. the meat? I said, do That's you what have we're the doing. meat for it? Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, okay. You no. said you were going to move it, but I thought you were taking the actual carving off and putting it down. Right. No. That's Oh yeah, no, no. I'm just gonna carve it down. We're gonna move, reorient it too. Right now, the head's kind of facing out and away from the chair, and I want to pull it into the chair and kind of have it be a little bit lower and a little more centered on the, on, and on the chair. What does so. he do with these chairs? Because they're massive chairs. I saw he showed me uh, when I met him. He showed me pictures mm -hmm. of those chairs. They're like, where are they? Like, yeah. who takes well, he, these chairs? Like, well, he, he keeps them. In, I know, I know. Yeah, he keeps them in storage uh, right now. But he he goes and travels around and competes. He does uh, furniture competitions oh. in New York, and yeah, from what I understand, you know, he's won every competition that he's gone to. Um, wow. He does so well with these. I think it's because you know, I mean, they're so. If you look at him, he's such a, a stickler for uh, every surface being perfectly smooth. Mm -hmm. That I think maybe. It's it's just it almost looks like softer than wood somehow. When he's done it, you really have to see it in person. It looks so flowy and soft and velvety and nice when he's done. Uh, so it's the finish. It's the the shapes are kind of abstract and sort of I don't know Art Deco so maybe. But this is no, a hobby he for he. Him or this is what yeah. He does oh, purely a hobby. No, purely a hobby. Now uh, 
he makes money he's selling spoons. He's a spoon carver? Yeah, he's a spoon carver. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Does yep. he have any social media? You should give yeah, me branch. Out. Yeah, so yeah, he'll be my uh, featured artist. So I'll get it out now. Branch artistry. Okay. Yeah, like like tree know. branch. B R A N C H artistry hmm. on Instagram. Well, very fun. Yeah. Well, so since we uh, we recorded late last week, so it's been yeah. kind of a shorter week. But right, I got the uh, the pumpkin the little pumpkin video done. These mm. little guys here. And got that up, but right. uh, I wasn't satisfied. I, I took three days to make all these pumpkins and stuff, and to get the the video. But I wasn't satisfied with my own self, so I went and uh, I made a pumpkin for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. That's the craziest pumpkin I've ever seen. <laughs> it's something. What did, I wrote something on, awesome. on the Instagram. Uh, maybe this, I just put this on my head. I'll talk. I'll talk behind it. <laughs> uh, what did I write? I want to pull that up because I wrote something that I thought was funny to myself, at least. Yeah. And that was. Uh, I got to take the sweatshirt off. Sorry, listening. I said Fred. I wrote on the uh, caption for Instagram was Fred's downward spiral started shortly after witnessing the kidnapping and carving up of his family members. While others, when they see him, just assume he's from a bad seed. <laughs> so anyway, that's Fred. That's Fred. So <laughs> that made me happy. I like the back. I like the backstory. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, and then last last night I did this fella here, who is uh. I was playing with a little bit, but it didn't kind of come out the way I, I was thinking. But I, I was playing with if this is straight up, like the eyes are a little bit, a little bit crooked. Like his, his mm. face is a little bit on an angle. Hard to see. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Hard to see, but uh, his eyes are not normally. All my faces are like straight out, but I wanted yeah. to. Uh, yeah. Just to kind of change it up a little bit, so mm. that's what I did. A little bark carving, and uh, let me ask you this: where I used shoe cream for the finish on this one. It's a real nice finish, but yeah, you you were the one that turned me on to uh, shoe cream. Right. But do you find you have to heat it to get it oh. even? No. Yeah. So oh well, it's probably do. colder. It's now that it's colder. Maybe so. I've, I've not, I don't know if I've even used it in colder weather yet. So I found that I had to have my hair dryer in my brush at the same time. Really. And really work it in; otherwise, it was all white and pasty. But once it, huh? Once once it was warm, it was great, and it stayed great. So, so I'm happy. Yeah. With it. So the reason that uh, for those interested, the reason that we went with this, uh, I wanted a, a shoe cream, because let me show you just for example. Doug is getting something. I'm using uh, black black cottonwood. I believe, right? From BC. And if I oil it, look at how dark it goes. See that? And now with the shoe cream. See that? Same it's the wow. same bark. So I like a little bit lighter. So that's why I, I did that. I wonder yeah. I've never played with this, but what if you mix up, you know, finishes, you know, like do a, a wax on the face and then a oil. 
on the uh, leaves. Fair enough, but I think I'd have more control with a, a light stain. Yeah. Instead of changing yeah. the finish. And then I can say yeah. finish with this or whatever, not finish right. with this and this and this, but a little bit of color or staining or even a little yeah. bit of paint. Yeah. Light right. wash of paint will do just the same job. So. Yeah, true. And then you're not having to worry about things bleeding over and chemically interacting and being weird. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hmm. Well, well really, I want to ask you. Uh, okay. Go ahead. No, no, that's. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I, uh, I, so here's my dead, dead air I've heard is really good for, uh, it's for a show. Absolutely terrible. You're good at it. Though. So, yeah, thank you. I, so my thought for today was uh, just thinking about this, you know, of all the things that people hobby in, we could be golfing, we could be, um, I don't know, knitting, crocheting, we could be uh, axe throwing, we could be uh, tennis people, you know, mm -hmm. um, why wood carving? Why? Of all things, I mean, God knows there are probably more lucrative hobbies in the world, you know, real estate, maybe, you know, um, there are also least less lucrative passions for sure so why why well you, you uh it's a little confusing right now because uh it's an occupation for you yeah yeah as well as a hobby it is so yeah so a better it's not like you're ever gonna be a pro golfer but yeah uh, okay well thanks <laughs> thanks a lot <laughs> well, i'm pretty sure yeah. you'll never be a pro golfer are you calling me fat but, I think you have to play golf to start with. You, want to I feel like you're just, you, you ever play golf? You're judging me right now. I can feel it. Um, have you ever played I, golf? Oh, yeah. I've played golf. I'm usually not the worst person. Um, I'm usually not the best. Per well, obviously. I've no, I've played three times in my life. So, hmm. but We, we used to go to the driving range growing up. So that was a big, that was a big thing. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I I've only played about three times in my life and usually it was some yep. fundraising event yeah. or something it was right. never on my own, but I liked it well enough. It's just not something that I would want to commit a day to. I'd rather go fishing. Great. <laughs> right. Yeah. But anyway, where were we headed? So why wood carving? Well, right. Well, here, let me, so let me just say this in response to your comment earlier. Um, it is my career, but for both of us, it started as a hobby, right? For sure. Yeah. And um, if it wasn't a hobby to begin with, probably neither of us would be doing it. And if we and if we didn't still like it, again, probably wouldn't be doing it. So I guess that's well, my that's thought process. Is like, yeah, that's fair. So yeah. for me, I don't know what it is. I like to create something. Yeah, I'm a I'm a hands-on guy, and uh, I just love turning something out that's tangible when I'm done. Yeah. When you're done golf, you're done golf. Right. When you, you know, when I fish with my brothers, they just want to rack up, catch as many fish as you can. I'm happy to catch two right. fish and then, and eat them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, right. I don't need to keep going to rack up the numbers. And that like, because yeah. to me, that's an, it's an empty pursuit. You, you, hmm. you go out to do what you set out to do and that's catch yeah. fish to eat. So that's yep. the difference with sport fishing. But anyway, I like, uh, so today it's a rainy day, damp outside. Yeah. I could sit here for the next five hours, happy mm -hmm. as a pig in mud, 
just whittling mm-hmm. with my hands and with our crazy ADHD brains, mm-hmm. it's the one of the only things that I can do with my hands and stay still and stay in one spot and yeah. not get distracted. Like I just put all my focus on something and, and yeah. curve. And that's uh that that's one of the biggest draws for me. Yeah. And I can take and I can take it anywhere I go too. So Right. No, no, that yeah. that's interesting because that's exactly my experience too as far as uh well and you know this right with, with as far as just even at a young age finding out that there's something that could hold my attention for that long yeah, yeah like, i always like, say wow. would, because when i was a kid there was no there was no adhd that wasn't a thing it was right. like dougie's got ants in his pants is what they used to say mm-hmm. oh wiggling <laughs> yep. and screwing and getting in trouble yeah. all the time because <laughs> it just you know so this is something I had to, had they given me a knife and a piece of wood in school, I would sit still yeah. and I would have been a good boy. Yeah. So right. Maybe Dougie wasn't such a bad boy after all. Yeah. No, <laughs> maybe he wasn't. Maybe he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, it's an interesting question for me because, you know, like you say, time moves quickly and, uh, so quickly. but some, it does, but it's, uh, it's interesting sometimes to, uh, to see that, uh, it, it, when you're doing something that you like, it almost moves even more quickly. You almost lose track of time, you know? So let me tell you a story. So this is why, how much I love wood carving. Yeah. Because last night worked all day. Yeah. Ate supper. Mm-hmm. Said to my wife, I'm going to go pick a piece of uh, bark. I'm going to mount mm-hmm. it, put it on my board. And then I'm going to go have a shower and do a couple other things. Then I'm going to come back and carve at night. Right. But I, I mounted that piece of bark onto the backboard, put it on their thing. I thought, well, yeah. maybe I'll just, I'll just take the skin off the bark and see what's behind, you know, <laughs> take the thing. And I never stopped until yeah. I was rubbing the shoe cream in it. And that was, <laughs> it's like yeah. 10 30. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll go have a shower now. No, yeah. I did the whole thing. And that's, that's something that you can say, that's a good hobby. If you start, yeah. you can't stop. You had other right. plans and you're just so invested in, in doing this and, and having, enjoying it. Like I said, every minute time yeah. just flies, flies by. That was no. my whole evening. So. Oh, I had the same experience yesterday. My wife was uh, doing school from home and I was uh, sitting in the kitchen making something to eat for us both. And I said, I have to go in the shop and just uh, button something up. And so I got to working and I came back in the house and she had dinner made. It was all done while her laptop was sitting on the island, while her Zoom class was going, while she was trying to stick her head in the screen, while she was her hands you know, moving around doing stuff. She was upset with me because I lost track of time. I mean, I knew I had dinner to make, but I was like, oh, probably 10 minutes has gone by. I went back in. Everything was done. So. Well, in your, case, all the time. in your case, I, I like to tease you about your high tech watch there. Yeah, but I really do appreciate when I when we say well, let's record the podcast at five o'clock. You say to your watch, uh, set memo for five o'clock because yeah, <laughs> in time in times past, yeah, I'd get these random texts like uh, scatterbrain Alec is off in the countryside and I'm sitting here on the computer. <laughs> so yeah. that's good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely it definitely helps to have some uh some reminders. Yeah, no, I, I uh 
I, I need the carving to ground me. It's, it's helpful. Uh, but it's better than anything else. Like music is awesome. Music is really good at that too. But um, I think people are, maybe they're after, I've heard it said before that like we pursue art to get ourselves out of our heads, you know, not like art, like art is sort of like uh, the opposite of, uh, I don't know, maybe like psychoanalysis or like uh, maybe, maybe it's the opposite of uh, uh, math or something. I don't know where you're just stuck in there and going cerebrally thinking about what needs to happen next, where when you're carving, it can be like that and you, you kind of dip in and out of that. And I would argue you have to have some ability to go in and out of those two things. It's different. Yeah. yeah. It, well, it's, cre it's, cre it's creating something too. Like uh, what was yeah. that uh, Brian said that uh, we're sub creators. That's good. Uh, I I always like yeah. that. That uh, yeah. we're sub creators really of good. the creator. And I, I always like that. Yeah, so. we are. Yeah, it's good. Really cool. And and I guess to be fair, being the, of the same brain, the eighty, there must be a little. Uh, it must give us an edge too, even though yeah. we might be a little bit crazy. Yeah, I think there is. It does kind of trigger a little bit more artistic. Yeah. We'll have to prove that somehow. <laughs> yeah, you know I, I like it though. No, no, no. I like this. I like this one because because I obsess. Like when I'm at work doing my last work, my brain is thinking about. That's just why I have so many silly carvings because I make up these carvings in my head, and a yeah. lot of times I actually have them carved before I carve them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I come right. up with the stupid, silliest, dumb ideas. <laughs> And yeah. then the uh, same, it was the same when I was building houses and stuff too. Like I would, right. uh, I did all the hard work in my sleep or laying in bed. And yeah. then when I got to the job, I just did it because I had already <laughs> replayed, I had played it out so many times. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. For me, it's different. It's more of a, uh, gosh, can you hear those chainsaws running? It's so loud. It's um, okay. No, not too bad. Anyway, the, uh, yeah, I got different. It's kind of like, when I'm carving, I don't know what's going to come out necessarily every time. Well, to be yeah, that's true. But uh, but I I I definitely uh, I definitely like about it that you know, it's kind of like music. Like when I sit down to record something, you know, unless I'm playing, I mean, I can I can pick up the guitar and play a song. And if I'm playing a song, I know exactly what's going to happen. But if I if I started carving, it could a few things here and there accidentally get too small. And then before you know it, it's a different thing. Yeah. I should back up on that a little bit. When I, when I say, I know what I'm going to carve, that would be like, like something like a little man. Right. Right. This is why yeah. I love the bark because the bark actually makes you become more creative on the fly. Yeah. Cause you have to work. That's just why I can recreate the same carving 10 times yeah. over with a, with the same size piece of basswood, but every piece right. of bark, is different and you have to work within the bark you can't duplicate a bark carving no matter how hard you try you cannot right. make the exact same carving because the bark is not yeah. the same no and that's what i do and that gives you a little bit more uh, creativity and uh you got to think it through more so to be fair yep. when, I, when, when i say i've already got it carved in my head that's, i'm talking about a piece of basswood right yep so. yep well and that's what i think maybe what gets me about carving is that you uh for me, at least, I don't know what's going to happen. And so I think that's what gets me into it. It's almost like gambling, right? You, like the, the thing that keeps people gambling is the, 
as a varied outcome, a varied outcome that could very well be in their favor. Um, with me, it's like whenever I'm starting a carving, this could be a great carving, you know, I I have no idea in my head. I'm aspiring to the highest hopes, you know, I'm going to make a museum quality piece, you know, and in my head, I, you know, I, to be honest, I don't usually think that, but I might think that, you know, on a given day and I might, you know, someone might give me that idea. So, well, that's what I said. Well, last night I said, I'm just going to mount that piece of bark up there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to go have a shower, do my little chores that I had to do or whatever, and then come back to it. And then I just couldn't not dig in to see what was underneath. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's hard. It's hard to uh, stop sometimes. It's so fun. But yeah. And that's, I think that's basically uh, the gist of it for me, but there's probably a lot more, like even just more surface level stuff. I've talked about it before, but there is a little bit of uh of a tactile thing too, that, you know, something about this, you know, that sound that I was just, you know, making, making earlier, like yeah. that's pretty satisfying. Well, and there's something is, about, right. That's why I don't like using a Dremel or power tools. That's what I like right. about the, the hobby is the hand tool aspect. I did the uh, that pumpkin that I made. That was a, that's the chainsaw. So I, yeah, it's a, it was a basswood log. Actually, yeah. here I'll tell you a quick story. I presented this to my wife. Like uh, I made a pumpkin. She's like, <laughs> "Oh, nice! I can. Uh, that's I'll put that on the kitchen table." And I said, "No way." Well, then I turned around. Goes, <laughs> <laughs> I can't put that on the kitchen table. <laughs> But anyway, awesome. my story was I, I used I used the chainsaw and the grinder and stuff on that just to get it <laughs> shaped in there and uh, it's not the same. It's not the same. I would rather oh. use a mallet and hammer and yeah, that, that required a chainsaw yeah. or or two days, not two hours. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, there's something to be said too, though, for a chainsaw when you get when you start a chainsaw up and you. Uh, it's a bit like driving a fast car. You're like, it's almost like the difference between driving an old manual car and like a new fast car. You know, it's like, it's like when, when you're in an old car, you do everything, you feel everything. The sensations are all there and you kind of enjoy it because you're closer to the ground. There's less between you and the road. And, and when you're, when you're, when you want to, you want to get somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but right, but when you need to take, you know, hundreds of pounds of wood off of a log and you've got a chainsaw, it's a feeling that of power, you know, like I have something in my hands that could cut me in half in <laughs> two seconds flat, you know. Well, and, don't get uh, me wrong. Yeah, of course. Yeah. If if I'm doing something that's four feet tall, mm-hmm. I'm not using hand tools. I'm using a <laughs> chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. But this is why yeah. I chose smaller things to yep. carve. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas, you know, you know, when you're in a, you know, you're going to get, you're going to get there faster with a chainsaw. Right. Exactly. So the analogy it holds up in some ways, doesn't in others, but I, I like it. I like, I like chainsaw carving too, but as we hear the sounds of chainsaws, if you can, I don't know if you can hear it. But. Yeah, I can now, but it's okay. Yeah. There you go. They must be trimming a tree out there, but. 
Yeah, no, it's uh, it's fun. I I'm excited to keep playing with uh, with uh, chainsaws and and hand tools and the like, and trying to keep getting them to work together. I think that's that's what my happy place is for the future. I think is a little bit of both of those things. But you know, sticking to the smaller stuff too, because I mean, there's not again. I, I've done it twice already, but there's nothing more. You're never gonna get that out of a chainsaw. You know. Hey. Let me butt in here and say something that uh, my wife pulled up a, a Facebook memory the other day, and it was nine years ago, and she had one of my carvings in there. And I said, well, I've been carving for a while, so I'm coming up to a decade. Hmm. People say, how long have you been carving? I usually say, I don't know, five, five or six years. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's 10 years in the, in the little hobby now. Yeah. So, is this five. episode 44 or 45? I think this is 45. Okay. Well, it feels like 44 because I'm pretty sure we had this conversation <laughs> last episode. Right. You old man. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it is. Good. There you go. Yep. Well, this is how the- this is this is how we're going to keep the podcast going. Mm-hmm. Because nobody remembers what we say anyway. Yeah. That's true. Right? So we'll just, and and we only have so many stories, so we'll just keep recycling the stories and, uh, you know, lay, lay off the, the the omega three fatty acids, folks, lay off the fish oil. We don't, you don't need it. All right. Yeah. We're fine. It's fine. All right. Well, bring us into the mailbag and media section. media hour all right so the uh first listener email from kevin says doug and alec thank you so much for the show i enjoy laughing along thanks for the insights hope to meet you both (laughs) this is not a question thank you kevin that's very nice um he's from pennsylvania and he hopes to meet us both that's very nice sorry about that kevin i thought you You missed you, you, you missed the part where he enjoys doug's goofy jokes so there you go. That's worth it. Right I, I didn't miss that on accident. Um, uh, Chastity says, uh, hey there. Oh, nope. okay. You're reading that one. <laughs> you got it? Oh, I got it. Chastity says, uh, Chastity <laughs> comes from, <laughs> from Teespring or Spring now, they call it. We're surprised you haven't made a sale in a while. That's unusual for you. Let's make sure you're doing everything possible to be successful. Basically, <laughs> Chastity from uh, Teespring is saying that, uh, hey, guys, your uh, your merch sucks and no one buys it. So, <laughs> Our merch is freaking awesome. So I don't care what you say, Chastity. Okay. That's right. Negative Nancy. Um, all right. So this is a long one. This is an awesome one, though. Uh, this is James. He says, a uh, big fan of Doug for a long time through Bushcraft and Joe Robinette. Always been an aspiring outdoorsman and hobbyist uh, with woodworking. Um, so obviously between his skill and attitude, Doug is a great personality to watch on YouTube. He's carved a few of his Santa's ghost pump pumpkins, Halloween, uh, all great gifts for family and decor for the house. Love taking them out of the box each session, uh, lately between house projects, never ending dreaded work and two beautiful babies. Congrats to you, James. Hobby time is taking a back seat. And every time I get to what I started, I have a mental roadblock. Now uh, I was excited when you guys started this podcast and was a one uh, and was uh, a day one sub, but haven't had time to dive into it. 
So I had some downtime the other day, sat down and watched a few of the podcasts and uh, Doug and a Doug and an Alec uh, video and bang, all caps, an inspiration overload. Took the little buddy heater and my coffee kit out to the camper or out of the, out of the camper and put them in the shed. Got all of my carving stuff organized, all the paints lined up, getting out there this week and through this fall and winter for some quiet once the boys go to bed. Thanks for getting my go. creativity flowing again. Cheers. He's back. James is all right. back. James is a man. Yeah. Oh, I'm very excited. I like that though. That's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes, beautiful. Beautiful. Hey, our buddy Mark, Mark in the, on the riverboat says, uh, yeah. hey guys, long time since I've emailed, but Alex seems a little miffed at the mailbox content last week, so here's a little different <laughs> question for both of you. <laughs> now, I read this earlier today and said, this is not true. But anyway, while watching Doug's pumpkin hobo video, I could have swore I heard Mr. Linker cut one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark, wondered, you're a great guy. I then wonder how guy. often, if ever, do you guys have to reshoot bits of video or edit around little mishaps that must occasionally <laughs> happen while filming? There has to be a funny story or two from the many videos you have both produced. Keep up the great word. Great work. So anyway, uh, thanks, Mark. Uh, Mark, that's... I saw that video, there. and he definitely did fart. I've heard he it. did yeah. not fart on the video. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was loud. Not. But you know what I do do all the time? Do-do. Do-do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do-do do do. all the time? Many times oh when, I'm editing, when, I, when I'm when I'm editing, I get... I, I, I'm so... How do I get this out? Going, I'm, I'm all focused. I'm going... Yeah. Yeah. breathing in the microphone and it just sounds no. so terrible no but on a serious note how do you get that out how do you, how do you i edit can that only out? take the worst ones out and i just for that split second i'll just lower the volume way down so it's just a instead of a like an ogre ogre carving yeah. the microphone oh yeah so my camera is like tapping out some of the time what i'm, what I'm doing camera. now is uh i rediscovered those little uh uh, remote mics and mm. I actually I set it in front of me instead of having it on the camera right under my face yeah. so I'm right. hoping that that's going to help because that was a it's an ongoing thing because I'm a I'm a mouth breather yeah that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh oh, have you what's your worst uh blooper well back in the day when I was doing canoe trips too like you'd follow the canoe or you try to step on the shore in your canoe and you do the splits kind of thing. And we usually left them in for, for, uh, for fun. But, uh, yeah, I have another tangent I can go on too, though, but tell me, a, tell me a story. What's the worst thing you had to edit? A blooper. Oh, a blooper. well, I don't know about a worst one, but today I was editing out that breathing noise, but it was, it was horrible. I was literally breathing into the microphone so that it was capping out. It was like, and the mic was something about how where my phone was in relationship to me. Yeah, yeah. And I I couldn't when I I tried to edit out the audio, uh, but I cut the video too with the audio. So I was giving myself a stroke because I had these big sections of the video missing, and so it was changing angles every three seconds in between breaths, and it was just like no, I had to delete the I whole would, section. I would well, don't do that. But just just cut it, don't remove it, and just drop the volume. That's what I figured out later. Yeah. 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 But it took me, I had to be stupid first. Uh, 
I did. I remember one time. Well, I showed this a couple, couple, three podcasts back. But uh, that one time wasn't funny at all. But when I was doing a tutorial, and uh, my B tool skipped. Remember, I shoved it up my thumb like an inch. Oh, I thought of you today. Yeah, when I did this cut. I can't even see it, but yeah. I can't see it. You a little bubble. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, hmm. Mark, Mark uh, Doug's pumpkin hobo video. That just reminded me of, uh, I've had a couple people <laughs> take offense to hobo. Are you serious? And hobo, hillbilly, all comparing it to the N-word and, and the what? like. Yes, and I'm like, wow, you who are ridiculous. I can't. I couldn't even respond after. Uh, I was like, how you? Those are those are terms used in the past, and they shouldn't be used today. Politically correct and all this stuff. I'm like, give me a break. To me, a hobo might as well be. It could be a pirate or a clown. It's just a thing. Doug, like, seriously, talk about pirate. clowns that way. Pirates, the one you I... just compared a pirate to a clown, Doug. No, I said they're all the same to me. No, they're not all the same. Okay, clowns are they're real working people, too, right. just like you or a cowboy. How many cowboys do you know? They're all dressed up like crazy cowboys with a with a yeah, I guess there are whip, yeah. like it's, it's it's just a this is what we curve. So. Yeah, well, in the north in, in the northwestern United States, there aren't very many, but. I know <laughs> there are definitely more out there in the West, I'm sure. Well, <laughs> I guess just there, things are, there. Out in, there. Out, in Alberta, out in Alberta, there's there's yep. some real cowboys, but I mean, I, I don't think they're portrayed the same as the character carvers portray them. But Certainly. Speaking, nah. I wanna, I'll take you somewhere else, too. The uh, co-worker just went to uh, Edmonton, hmm. and uh, she was telling me that she drove down this road and there was all these goats and the guy sitting in the chair and she said that's strange i've never seen so many goats and they're all in the ditch in the road and uh when she came back uh it was still there just down a little bit farther so she pulled over because she thought the guy was drawing them or painting them he's sitting in a chair on the side of the road with all these goats and uh she pulled over and she says are those your kids that's a joke because the kids Yes, but but he said no. That's his job. They're Canadian oh goats for for real. They're Canadian wow. government owned goats to clean the ditches. They're weed oh, control. Cool. They wow. eat I've never heard of that before in my life. No, I don't know. How cool? Because the the ditches are so rough. Because he said they were like up on these little cliffs and down these little hills, and you know where you can't like really drive a tractor or whatever. But I have never seen that before that'd be so cool but yeah tabitha says hey guys glad to have you back the show is as fun as ever still think alec needs to stick with his accent impressions yes i agree i just wanted to share an artist who i thought travels pretty amazing he is a korean and travels around the world instead of taking pictures he paints what he sees i thought it was very cool extraordinary talent his Instagram is 90gram, 90gram. Anyway, have a look and take care. That's go. for you, Tabitha. Thanks, Tabitha. I don't know what that accent Just a general yeah. Eastern European accent, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
That brings us to their media section and what you've been reading and watching. Does <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> your listeners you taking in? All right, you I go first. I will go first. I was excited to find, you know, I know you like watching cartoons in your pajamas in the mornings. I don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not a cartoon guy. But this isn't a cartoon. Uh, there's a new Pinocchio movie. With uh, Tom Hanks, and I, we, me and my daughter watched it, and uh, it's fantastic. You're kidding? Oh yeah, no, I'm not kidding. So Tom Hanks is Geppetto, and Pinocchio what? is a wooden toy that he makes. It's in theaters. Then, no, I, I watched it on uh, Amazon, I think. What? I'm gonna but, watch yeah, this. Fantastic! I loved it. Just to see the old woodworker, woodcarver making his little boy. And uh, all the quirky little things and the cuckoo clocks and everything. And it was great. And I had totally forgotten the story of Pinocchio and the uh, the whole donkey parts. And I it all came back to me as I was going through. But I hadn't even thought of Pinocchio for decades. So that is my media. Wait. Pinocchio. Wait. The 2021 starring Re- Roberto Benigni? No, it's Tom Hanks. Why is it not? It's not showing up. Did you just make this? Did you have a fever dream? Nope. It's on on Amazon. Tom Hanks. Oh, okay. Tom Hanks, uh, Pinocchio. Well, I I guess I can look at this later, but. Yeah, you can. Oh, there it is. Okay, great. Wow, it gets horrible reviews. You're the only person who liked it. Is that right? Yeah. No, you're literally the only person who liked it. Well, they're crazy. 2022, Disney. 27% 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. 27%. What is it? What's that supposed to mean? 100% is good. Like, great, the best. It got 27%. That's not even a passing grade. 5.1 on IMDb and 39% on Metacritic. 61% of people like this movie. Oof. This Wait, movie. is this the... Yeah, okay. All right, I challenge you to watch it. I'll probably like it. I don't necessarily base it on these stupid things. But do you remember Joseph the story Gordon? Jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt is Jiminy Cricket. I Tom Hanks as Geppetto. Yeah. Anyway, that's just wow. the voice. The voice of right. Could we get a louder noise happening? I know. Well, we're wrapping it up. So give us your media, yeah. and we're out. Yeah, my media is uh, like I said, Dave Branch. Dave Branch Artistry. He's uh, he's the guy I've been uh, carving with the last couple of days, and uh, makes some really cool chairs. Check him out. Um, what I've been taking in lately, literally, are these uh, shiitake mushrooms. You can get them at Costco. They're organic. They're fr- I think they're freeze dried. They're like little tiny mushrooms, and they're they're seasoned. They're very tasty. I am looking at oh. Dave Branch Artistry. Branch Artistry is his handle, and his mm-hmm. his chairs here. And uh, yes, people check it out because they're not what you think. These are. Mm-hmm. Carved out of log chairs and seats. They're cool. Yeah. Really cool. They are, aren't they? Very different. Very artsy fartsy. Like yeah. uh very uh contoured. Is that the word? Right. Yeah. No, that like I said, they're not they're not very uh practical, but they're very beautiful. So we're checking yeah, out. neat. Really neat looking at. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, they're All right, awesome. guys. So Well, thanks yeah. for uh, hanging out with us again this week and uh 
Well, then I'll just play this out. Take your vitamins.